Madalena, Madalena, você é meu bem querer. Eu vou falar pra todo mundo que eu só quero é você. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my concert. There's tons of Madalenas here. There's Elis Regina, Fagner. I think we talked about Fagner here Fagner. in this podcast before. Did we? No, I don't think so. Elise. I think we might have talked about Vando, but not Fagner. Oh my yeah. god! Mm. I watched... I need to watch... I need to find the exact video. Because I was watching a video about um, bad accents in movies and TV shows. And I need to tell you how this Watch Mojo person pronounced Wagner Mora. I wanna I wanna play some bets here. Wagner Mora. Nope. Worse than that? Yep. Okay, I found the video. Because I commented because oh. I was so annoyed. <laughs> Like how I mean we do stuff in the, like with languages. I do stuff in Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. I look up pronunciations so I don't butcher it. Yeah, and I still manage to butcher. But how please, just how, how, how does <laughs> Wagner Mora? How do you go from Wagner Mora to Warner Mora? <laughs> Warner. I'm not even joking. Warner. She fucking said Warner Mora. Warner. It's clearly War- Wagner. Warner. Or Wagner. I feel so bad for the people that watch, watch Mojo just pumping out content that much that they cannot stand to read something twice like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel Wag- bad because, like, they're a big, big channel and they have to put, like, 50 mm-hmm. million videos out. But, I mean, literally, if you type in Wagner Mora on Wikipedia, there's a parenthesis with the pronunciation of the name <laughs> and you can click oh, on it no. and it will say it will say it out loud so you don't like Warner Moore like Warner Moore I will send you the video for your <laughs> reference later welcome to the spirit you guys welcome where we criticize people even mm-hmm. though we don't like being criticized no we we handle criticism pretty well but we try not to give reasons to be criticized. Correct. So, yeah. That is true. Maybe. I yeah. don't know. So, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we're just the best out there. Maybe. I think we're all, like, all in all, we're just a brick in the wall. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, guys. So, hi. What's up? How Hello. was your Thanksgiving? We haven't spoken since um, Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. Eve. So did you eat a lot? Was it fun? Are you full? I'm still full, yes. I'm still eating Thanksgiving leftovers. Me too. And if I die, you guys know it was the mashed potatoes and the salpicone (laughs) that I've been eating Um, every day. Is it safe to eat salpicone for that long? Because it's like mayo, right? Well, it's in the fridge. Yeah. It, it has been I don't know I guess we'll know when I die <laughs> Carol okay yeah we'll know we'll you know will find soon. your answers as soon as I drop dead for from eating salpico mm-hmm definitely and guys just to just heads up if you didn't listen to the last episode next week 
there's not gonna be an episode, and it's not because Stephanie's dead, so... Yeah. Let's... Yeah, we're not. You know, don't worry about her. Hopefully, if, uh, <laughs> if I do die because of the food, um, Carol will set up a GoFundMe mm-hmm. um, to have Tom Hiddleston come kiss me Snow White style at my funeral. I think that is very possible and plausible, and I'm on it. Yeah, so... And I, I want I it. want an ice casket, so... Ice casket. Mm-hmm. So you're, like, really cold, and it's, like... No, so it's, like, like clear... Dairy meat. Clear, oh, okay. and everybody can see me. Listen, oh, I, I have I was plants. thinking of a literal ice, ice casket, so... No, I want, like, a, a <laughs> big, big ice cube... Just, like, a glass. ...and me okay. in the middle. Alright. Yeah. And then so. Tom Hiddleston has to, like, hatch... Like, hack of the ice... With yeah, and kiss me. To get to your face. I think that's beautiful. Yep, I think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's, yeah. Definitely. So, uh. Oh my god, guys. Look, can I just share something with you? So, I've been, like, looking for a video to send Carol on my phone. And I keep mm. coming across, like, pictures of food and I'm always like ooh where did I eat this <laughs> like this looks really good <laughs> like I just I just found a bagel sandwich that looked really good I'm like where where is this like why am I not eating these bagel sandwiches <laughs> so often anymore no. like did you find the video though no I'm still looking I have too much crap on my phone oh man no I literally have a folder called babies which is where I have all my pictures and videos of my nephews and i have 2342 items just on that folder oh (laughs) so no and i have like 50 million folders the only sorry the only folder i have on my phone is my meme folder which i have all the memes ready to go yeah i too have uh, i have a meme folder but then i'll save stuff in a different folder, and then I can't find it, and then I'm like, where, where did the, uh, uh, what? Yeah. So, and then it. she asked me, like, you know, where's that? Can you, can you show me that meme? And I just sand her, and she's like, yes, that one. Yes, I'm like, Carol, where's the meme <laughs> with this and that? She goes, I got you, fam. Just one second. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I got all the memes on them. She's but, the meme queen. Yeah. As I was, I think I started ta- saying something, and then we just got derailed. That's not trying to ramble that much on the beginning because people will tune out. So stay here for a little bit with us, okay? So next week, it's not going to be an episode. The week after that, probably not going to be an episode either. Because we're finishing up the first season of this podcast, you guys. Yes. Yeah, 25 episodes is a great run. So yeah, we're going to be out until the beginning of next year. Mm-hmm. When we're going to come... Come out again with a brand new season. Coming out of, of my cage and answers. I've been doing just fine. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this year, this is the last episode of this season. And yep. uh, sometime, I think in between New Year's, um, no, in between Christmas and New Year's, uh, we're going to drop a, a episode about crimes that happened uh, this past year, 2018. And it's kind of like a retrospective thing. Like, you know, looking back at all the tragedies that happened this Mm -hmm. year that we didn't talk 
about on the episode, but we will. So, yeah, uh, we're op opening uh, submissions for that episode. You can email us, message us, whatever. Uh, if you, if some, if any case happened near you that you think it's worth mentioning or that got a lot of press, um, we'll be happy to cover it. So, yeah, just send it to us and we'll, we'll uh, shout you out, too, probably. Yes, so, and yeah. also, guys, we have just joined a new uh, network mm -hmm. called Colored Commentary. Um, hopefully, we yes. will record an intro that uh, informs you guys of that. But if we don't, <gasps> then the there season. will be an intro soon mm -hmm. for this. So basically, this network um, is a network for people of color, made by people of color. Um, so far, there's only three shows in the network. They're all uh, covering um, lesser-known crimes, mm -hmm. uh, sort of. Um, one of the um, podcasts in that network is Bruh is a Murder, which we've already mentioned here before. Mm -hmm. Right when it premiered is our friend Andre's um, podcast and another very exciting podcast that is on uh not on yeah. in you guys i fuck up on in at i don't all the know time. what in and on is uh, like whatever. i don't know pronouns i know the difference but i still fuck it up so <laughs> another <laughs> podcast that's in that network is called the less dead which is uh mm -hmm. hosted by jessica and amber it talks about uh crimes that are um very gruesome obviously and mm -hmm. very sad but that don't really get a lot of attention and it's really really cool so you guys should check yeah. out both of those mm -hmm. they're both really good and shout out to them we wouldn't be in business with people that we didn't like or the exactly. podcast were shitty I so mean, you guys can trust carol. our combination carol is a little no. sketchy but i just put up excuse me yeah i yeah. mean it is established that by now i am a serial killer right because of my you know, humble police origins. <laughs> oh, <So>. my God. <laughs> You're so silly. No, I was just going to say, I found this great picture of me. <laughs> but my nephew's car seat is literally right next to me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Can someone Photoshop a car seat out of a picture for me, guys? Thank you. Just... Anyway... <laughs> Let's just move on with this. So, what are we talking about, Carol? Today we're talking about a uh, big case in Mexico. I mean, big case to the extent that it is known. is one of the most known cases I think we covered this season. Um, the case of Magdalena Solis, which, I mean, if you don't recognize her by her name, she was a female serial killer. That uh, it's actually one of the only ser serial killers, like one of the few serial killers, that uh, killed for sexual motives. So just like the male serial killers, you know, she didn't kill um, like all the other female ones that usually kill for, you know, other motives, not sexually. Does that make any sense what I'm saying? I don't know. I feel like my English is kind of slow today. Basically, unlike most of the female serial killers that mm -hmm. usually, they usually kill because they've had like a mental breakdown or because of, you know, 
jealousy, scorned lovers, Mm -hmm. or because they are victims of abuse, then she killed for pleasure, pretty Mm -hmm. much, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we'll get deeper into that uh, as to what the real motives are. So, yeah. It's a case that happened in the 60s. So, there is a great deal of information on it, but it's a lot of the same stuff being repeated over and over again. So, this is what we're going to reiterate here. And it's, uh, I mean, I'm aware that it might not be 100%, you know, the truth because it's a huge, I mean, I can see how there's a lot of room in this story to, like, make it bigger than it is and more gruesome and whatever. And there's barely any pictures of her or barely any pictures of, you know, everything that happened and people surrounding it. So I could see how there's room for it to be exaggerated. So if there are any exaggerations that I didn't pick up here, that, uh, I mean, things that are fake, you know, that I fell for fake news, let me know, really, let me know. But I think this is as close to the truth as I can get, really, with my research. Yeah. yeah. So, like, a few things that I saw that showed up on some fu- some um, sources, but not all of them. I just left it out. You know? So, this is... Yeah, this is, like, what I thought... What I think is one of the most legit (laughs) accounts of this thing. Our story begins with two scam artists, Santos and Caetano Hernandez, a.k.a. the Hernandez brothers, who traveled through Mexico committing petty crimes and scamming people all over the place. They did this for a while, and every village they went, the more intricate the schemes got. When they got to the small town of Yerba Buena, they kicked the scams up a notch. So, Yerba Buena was an impoverished community, mostly illiterate, in uh, near Ciudad Victoria. Tam- am I saying, am I butchering this? Ciudad Victoria, Tamaulipas, Mexico. Tam- Tamaulipas? Am I, am Tamaulipas? I, mean, I don't know. So when those two characters got there in the early 60s, the residents were kind of swept off their feet. Now, they could have just came out with the classic, Hi, hon, how are you doing? Like all the girls you went to high school with trying to sell you shitty lipstick on a messenger on Facebook. But no, that wasn't enough for the Hernandez brothers. The narrative they were selling to those people is that they were prophets of Inca gods and the villagers should offer them money and goods for the gods, in exchange for ancient secrets and treasures that were hidden on the caves in the mountains nearby. Super, Seems legit. super legit. Yes, like... So, on those caves, the brothers host drug-filled orgies in honor of the Inca gods. Now, I can hear a little finger typing. I can hear, I can see it. But, we know that there's no Inca gods in Mexico, alright? I know. What we don't mean to say the Aztec gods, okay? We mean to say the Inca gods because that's what they said. They made that mistake, not me, Carol, okay? The Caetano and Santos made that mistake 50 years ago. So, yeah, the dumbasses didn't couldn't even, like, pick the right gods for the region. And people, people believed them? No, what people the still, still fell for it. They're like, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Know your history. Mm-hmm. So, the cave orgies evolved a little bit after a while. Because, you know, there's not enough sex in orgies. 
So you need to kind of incorporate sex slavery into it after a little bit because it gets boring, right? Well, we don't really know how many slaves they kept in the caves, but it's known that there were men and women and it was probably really miserable for them. Well, yeah. After a while, though, people started getting impatient. I mean, think about it. They have been out there in the caves fucking their genitals sore and there's still no treasure. I just picture your gen anyway. I, I'm not gonna keep <laughs> so, going. Yeah, and so I don't want to. So, hey, I don't want to kink shame anyone, but those people are there against their will. You know, this is yes. not all right. So, yeah, it's not a fun type of soreness. Mm-hmm. So the Hernandez brothers had to come up with a plan to keep their whole scheme going for as long as possible. So they went to the city of Monterey to find their saviors. Madalena Solis. Now, I'm pronouncing Madalena like this because mm-hmm. that's how we would pronounce it in Portuguese. The, w- the way it's spelled is Magdalena. I'm not sure if in Spanish it's pronounced different, so I'm very yeah. sorry if it is pronounced different. I mean, I tried to do some research into that, and they all like kind of pronounce it with a G, but that mm-hmm. might be like... Americanized? Just... No, not Americanized, but like... They're trying to, like, spell it out, like, as long as possible to make it sound creepy. Like, Magdalena. Magdalena. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, so let us know. How do you mm. pronounce it in Spanish? Yeah. So, Monterey is a- about eight hours away or more from Yerba Buena today. So, we can only imagine that it was a lot farther away in the 60s because, you mm-hmm. know, there's no fucking I mean, it's probably the same farther stuff. away, but longer trip. But yeah, the cities like, don't move. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah, because <laughs> there's no paving, there's no yeah. asphalt. Or, so yeah, worse cars, the whole thing. Yeah, so this was uh good because uh, no one in Yerba Buena knew anything about her or who she was. Mm-hmm. So she could literally show up pretending she's the Virgin Mary, and people would be like, "Ooh, the Virgin Mary!" No, she would be Mary Magdalene, but whatever. Yeah, wasn't that Mary Magdalene married to? Yeah, wasn't Mary Magdalene married to Jesus? I think that's more of a fanfic. I'm pretty sure that the descendants of Jesus are also descendants of Mary Magdalene. I've seen guys. I grew up in a very religious family, so I've seen a lot of like Jesus documentaries I that I didn't even want to watch. <laughs> yeah, so there's this theory that Mary Magdalene was married to Jesus, and then, like, there's, like, the descendants of that line. And who are those? And, okay. Where are they? I don't fucking know. Can they multiply flit, fish? Because I have some restaurant ideas. <laughs> I mean, there must be somewhere around the Middle East, because that's where they were from. But don't tell people that believe Jesus was a blonde, handsome man. That's funny. Not that not a, being blonde would make him ugly. There's a person in this story, in a little bit we're going to talk about him, called Jesus Rubio. So that's the blonde Jesus right there. <laughs> yes. So, not that, so I'm not much. trying to say that by not being blonde, Rio Jesus was ugly. But the only reason they make <laughs> Jesus blonde and attractive, you know what it is for. So all the girls be like, mm, that Jesus guy, he's cute. I'm going to follow him. You don't, you think you can trick me? No, you can't. <laughs> okay. So anyway, 
<laughs> Madalena was born in the 30s into extreme poverty. She became a sex worker by the age of 12, and her pimp was her own brother. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I thought I had a difficult family. Um, she definitely lived a tough life filled with sorrow, as it's common as it is a common theme here on this podcast. Uh, she embraced what seems to be her only way out as soon as the Hernandez brothers knocked on her door in 1963. Ooh. Ooh. They I took her what back they to would do with her. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess save me. Save me random dudes that I've mm -hmm. never seen. Save me from being a sex worker. This is definitely going to go well for me. She is the bad so, guy. Let's remember that. Well, but she could be the bad guy and also have a bad history. Oh, she like could. Like, maybe a traumatic one. Mm -hmm. You know? She's not the victim afterwards, but she could have started as a victim. Anyway. Yeah. They took her back. Wait, hold on. I was eating a Sour Patch kit. I, <laughs> I bought the <laughs> Sour Patch freeze and the hot one the hot one is not hot but the freeze is actually cold and i didn't want to do some type of asmr shit to you guys sorry should definitely I did not do like an asmr that. special like us grossly mispronouncing words on the microphone <laughs> yeah yeah i'll pass so <laughs> damn it they took her back to Yerba Buena and prepared quite a scene for their followers. With simple, with simple parlor tricks, probably smoke screen or a type of powder smoke, they introduced Ma Madalena as the reincarnation of the Aztec goddess. Ooh, that is going to be fun. Wait, I am going on Google because okay. I cannot. Because right, yeah. I was about to do... I was about to do the whole, you know, watch mojo pronunciation for this. <laughs> the Aztec goddess. Warner yeah. Mura. Yeah. What? No, let me. <laughs> oh, I heard it on Google. Coatlicue. That's how they pronounce it on Wikipedia. Coatlicue. Sorry, I am never going to say this again. Mother of the sun, stars, and moon. Ooh, mother of dragons. Sorry, mm. I had you. <laughs> Obviously, do you, do you get that reference, right? Of course, I get the reference. I'm not from okay. Mars. Okay, no, it's just because I was talking to someone the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, like in Game of Thrones," and they were like, "I've never seen that." And I was like, "I have never seen okay. Game of Thrones, but I live in the internet, so I have seen Mother Dragons stamped on many yeah. mugs and many T-shirts being advertised to me. Like, I would want to buy it. I don't want to yeah. buy it. Mm-hmm. I would buy it if they had stuck to the freaking storyline. Yeah. So, obviously, being a goddess must be a huge power trip. So, yeah, I mean, she's now divine, and she's the queen of it all, really. And it took no time for her to kind of take over the cult. Because, you know, Santos and Caetano, they're just prophets, and there's no arguing with the goddess, right? Mm-hmm. So, it does seem wild, and that, like, reasonable people wouldn't believe in something that obviously false. But remember that scammers prey on vulnerable people, and vulnerable people are prone to fall for something like this. And it's a, it's really good to point out here that it is, it was a relatively small group of people, and that, so it's not like the whole town was taken by the cult. 
you know? It's not like a Jonestown size mm -hmm. cult. It's a lot smaller. I don't know how many people, really, but I'm, I think it's probably like 50 people the most. You know, so it's not that much. So, uh, there was doubt even among the most loyal followers. So the solution that Magdalena, like, figured out in her little head was to sacrifice the non-believers in front of everyone. So that, 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 that <laughs> solves the problem. That solves all the problems. I mean, it buys you, like, a few more problems, you know, you get another problems, but you don't have disloyal people anymore. Right? Wow. Of course. Okay. So, yeah, when two of the followers got tired of the sexual abuse and tried to leave, she sentenced them to death and lynched them in front of everyone. She realized... Oh, my God. Yeah. She realized that killing was an excellent way for her to keep control over her followers. So, she just kept on doing it. Long story short. So, yeah, she developed a blood ritual that would be done anytime someone questioned her authority. Now, if you're grossed out by extreme descriptions, you know, hit that 15 button, you know, a couple times. So, yeah, skip. We don't have to listen to this. But, yeah, the Heathens would be mutilated and set on fire, you know, and beaten by the members of the group. She would make the members of the group uh, do that to people. But they would only be killed after their blood was collected and poured into a callus. On the callus, the, their blood would be mixed with chicken blood, weed, and peyote, which is kind of a hallucinogenic cactus that has been used by native tribes there for a while. So, Madalena told her followers that by drinking the blood, she would be able to live forever. But she wasn't the only one that uh, was made to drink it. She made everyone else drink it, too. So, you know when you go somewhere and, like, someone offers you, like, a glass of water? And you're like, no, I'm good. And they're like, please take this glass of water, drink it. But with a callus of blood, basically. You know... I, you know what she makes me think of? Mm. Uh, Santanico from uh, from the Sudan. Do you have you seen that mm -mm. movie or that TV show? Mm -mm. I don't know why I keep thinking of her. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I did not so, need to uh, interrupt. So all this went on for about six weeks, and by the end, the leaders were tearing out the hearts of their victims when they were still alive. And it's estimated that at least eight people died as a result of these sacrifices. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have a story with chicken blood. You want to hear it? I have a story. Okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I ate chicken blood on accident once. How do you do that on accident? I was on your state. I was in Minas, all right? And I didn't... Do not blame this on us. I didn't eat meat at the time. I didn't eat beef at the time. So, okay. yeah, I was, like, on a school trip, and they had two options of, you know, a meal. Like, a chicken and a beef. So, I was like, okay, chicken. And it was a chicken that is cooked with blood sauce. Like, chicken blood sauce. Oh, I've seen that! Yeah. And mm -hmm. I didn't know, and I ate it, and I was like, you know, that's delicious, yes! And then people were like, I cannot believe you ate that chicken. And I was like, what's wrong with the chicken? And I just ate it. And I kept on eating it. I was like, well, whatever, what am I gonna do? Eat lettuce? Like a fucking animal? No, I just ate it. It was good. I mean, I eat, like, chicken hearts and stuff. It's not that far away from the blood, right? 
if anyone ever says anything ever about chicken hearts, I will fight you. Oh my god. I love chicken hearts. I live for chicken hearts. Chicken hearts are like the best. I love oh chicken man. hearts and I've like I've gotten white people to like to get into mm. chicken hearts. Because chicken hearts my, are, like if you don't think no. about it, if you don't think that they're hearts yeah. It's totally fine. It's just like any other meat. You know, if you think about it, you're thinking you're eating like muscle or whatever. Yeah. You know, like you're eating, eating a piece ha- of like yeah. some animal's butt. Yeah, it's equally as gross. You know, eat sausage. You don't think about what, what sausage is. That you just put a whole pig in a blender. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Let me tell you what sausage is. First of all, OG <laughs> sausage, the way my grandma used to make it, is a bunch of random ass parts mm-hmm. of pig. And then they use the intestine. Of the pig yeah. that they just killed. And they put the random ass shit in it. And then they fry it and serve it to you. So there is that. Mm-hmm. There is that. And I applaud it. Beautiful. Recycling. Great. You just want to throw <laughs> it away? <laughs> um, I, my, um, uh, my grandmother made me kill a chicken. Mm, Have I no. told you guys this story before? No. So, when I lived in Brazil, when I was um, in fifth grade, I went over, because, you know, I didn't really have anything to do during my summer break, so I used to go over my grandmother's Mm -hmm. house, which is in, like, a farm town. So, my grandmother had a bunch of chickens, because at the time, I think she was selling them to people, so she'd, like, Mm -hmm. raise a chicken and then kill the chicken and sell it to other people. Mm -hmm. Um, and so she had a bunch of them and I'm terrified of chickens. Like, I've always been scared of chickens. I always Mm. thought chickens are going to like pluck my eyes out, whatever. And so my grandmother, knowing that I was terrified of chickens, was like, okay, you're going to kill a chicken today. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to do what lady? (laughs) And she was like, you're going to kill a chicken. And I was like says who she was like okay let's go you're gonna kill a chicken so she grabs me grabs the chicken brings me to her patio puts the chicken down on the the ground and then she like claws her hand on top of mine so i can't let go of the knife that she put on my hand and then she just whacks the chicken with my hand. Of course, And oh my god, really? I was eleven. And one thing that my parents, uh, it was very common for them to do when they were little, and that my grandmother thought was hilarious, was to cut the chicken's neck, but not cut it all the way off, so the little head is hanging. If you do that and you let go of the chicken the chicken will start running and run like crazy. Mm. That's why they have that expression running like a chicken without his head Mm -hmm. because it's like hanging from the little neck. So she did that and she like let go of the chicken and it was like running everywhere, blood going everywhere. I was so like, I was crying. (laughs) So that's why you like that. yeah, oh, that's man. that. That is also why. No, and like my grandmother thought it was funny. She was like, "This girl is like <laughs> a city girl. She doesn't know shit. Like, let me scare her a little bit." But my mom was not happy. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, but no. yeah, guys, you want to scare me? Just put a chicken in front of me, and I will start running. Yeah, guys, go find me to buy a chicken and ship it to Boston. <laughs> 
No, please don't. No. Yeah. So, dude, no. The, I think the closest experience I had like that with a bird was cooking the tur was making a turkey last week. Which, <laughs> yeah, no, I had to kind of pep talk myself because Matt was not going to touch it. And I had to like no, cut it's... all the stuff and put my hand in there, pull everything out. I actually massaged the turkey before. So I could get myself. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there. And I was like, okay, I need to touch it first before I pull everything out, whatever. So I, was, well, I started like kind of massaging it like a cat, you know, just to get myself used to the skin cold. Uh, I don't know, but it went. It worked. It really worked. My turkey tastes delicious, and I don't. I don't regret it. But yeah, no, no fun, no fun. Have you ever made lobster? Lobster. Uh -huh. I would never like though. with with the live one. No, I would never. I would never eat lobster. Oh my no. god! <laughs> I have some standards. I love. <laughs> I love lobster, uh, but my mom and I like wanted to make like oh let's make OG lobster because <laughs> you know we're from Boston and we need to like do this. Okay, let's go. So my mom goes to the market and she buys. I think she bought like five of them, mm. and they put it. They put it in, like, a paper bag or something. So she goes, okay, so how are we going to get this, all these lobsters in the freaking pot with the boiling water? And I was like, okay, I'm going to open the, the little thing, the mm. little paper bag, and you, like, throw them in. And she goes, oh, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so you know what we ended up doing? Uh. We put the freaking sealed paper bag inside the water. <laughs> And we waited for the paper to dissolve. <laughs> and then we just plucked the paper out and watched the lobster die. No. It tasted good, though. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do it because, I mean, I don't know. I think the way things work in my head, if it's already dead in front of me, I might as well use it, you know? That's Yeah, yeah that's how I kind of, like, power through dissecting stuff in high school. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because that was not traumatic, but that was not fun, you know what I mean? Like, but he's already dead in front of me, I might as well do something with it, you know? And yeah. the meat and stuff is already dead, I might as well eat it, right? Yeah. So, but I wouldn't, like, kill something, I don't know. I wouldn't kill chickens like some people do, with their bare hands. Uh, I did, <laughs> I was forced to do it. Listen, lady, I will fight you. Okay, let's, let's yeah, stop oh going off God. on yeah, tangents. That was huge, sorry guys. So... It was spring of 1963 when a boy named Sebastian Guerrero wandered a little too close to the caves and witnessed one of the blood rituals. Of course, he freaked out and he ran 50 miles non-stop to the nearest police station. What a badass, right? Yeah. So, what's that face? No, I, I, I'm just picturing someone mm -hmm. running 50 miles. Yeah. So Steph just, like, had a biggest, like, frown, like, eyebrows, and I was like, do you not believe that like, a person would do why that? why would you? I would run 50 No, but why, like, I wouldn't. Mm. I have no freaking survival instincts. I like, I'd be the, <laughs> I'd be just laid down on the floor I and fucking die. I would walk 15 miles. I wouldn't say run, you know? Because I can't, like, even run a mile. I'm not going to run 15 miles. So. Yeah. No. So. It ain't going to happen. So he ran 15 miles to the nearest police station where he tried his best 
to explain what he saw. And he kind of used terms like, yeah, it was vampires in the cave. So the police officers were like, how? Okay, vampires in the caves. All right, what else? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so they kind of left it off, you know. But on the next morning, one of the officers actually, be- like, I'm not going to say that he believed him, but he offered to escort him back to Yerba Buena. Right. Just so, you know, mm-hmm. go with him. I don't know. Yeah. So the officer's name was Luis Martinez, and he decides to go there with him. But Sebastian actually um, convinces him to go check on the cave. You know, just let's check it out. There's nothing in there. There's nothing in there. Kind of thing. Well, guess what? They're never seen again. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, on May 31st, 1963, the police was deployed to Yerba Buena to investigate the disappearance, and they brought the friggin' army with them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Multiple members of the cult were armed and got killed by the authorities while resisting arrest, including Santos Hernandez. Madalena and her brother were found and arrested at a nearby farm with copious amount of marijuana on them. And Caetano Hernandez was murdered by one of the cult members, Jesus Rubio, who actually killed Caetano because he was one of the high priests, and he wanted a part Ooh. of him to protect himself with the from the army. Dude, this is giving me. I know they are not vampires, but this is giving me major from Dustal Dawn vibes. Carol is gonna finish this, and she's gonna watch OG trashy B movie. <laughs> From dusk to dawn, okay. and then I will get her to be obsessed with the show like I am. And if she thinks DJ Katrona is cute, I will stab her because he is my boyfriend. I still need to watch. So there is. Yes, that. I still need to watch Karanjiru from 15 episodes ago. And AI, I still haven't watched it. I have like a watch list. I of stuff. Shame. Shame on me. You're gonna have time to watch everything once <laughs> the semester. Okay. Over. Yes. All right. There you go. Anywho, there was an exchange of gunfire between the army and the followers after they barricaded themselves in the caves, and those who were not killed right then and there were arrested and sentenced to 30 years in prison. Now, question, Mm. you might not know the answer. Do they actually do the 30 years, or are they like Brazil? They're like, yeah, 30 years, JK, you're only staying for five. As far as I know, the 30 years, uh, I think they did do the whole thing, but um, Mm -hmm. it was like, because it was already reduced because they were, um, I mean, all I saw was, I don't know how the judicial system works in Mexico, but uh, Mm -hmm. because they were all poor and illiterate and stuff, it was kind of mitigating circumstances, so it kind of reduced their sentence because they didn't really know what they were doing. And because also this is not just people they're watching all stuff happen, you know. Even if they were, they will still be accomplices. But they actively killed people with um, the leaders. Yeah. So okay. yeah, this is, yeah, it's not just Madeleine, you just, know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah, just just mm-hmm. curious. The bodies of Officer Luis Martinez and Sebastian Guerrero, Sebastian Guerrero, were found in the caves along with six other victims, all mutilated and dismembered. In June 1963, Madalena and her brother, Eliazar Solis, were sentenced to 50 years in prison for the murders of Sebastian and Luis. 
they were not able to get a conviction for the other murders because the followers that were still alive kept quiet. So in reality, it is not known just how many people died in the hands of the cult. Ooh, that is spooky. This story is super creepy, and it made me want to watch From Dust Till Dawn mm-hmm. again, the movie, and the show. So now I'm going to figure out if it's on Netflix or what. Yeah, I mean, it's creepy. And, I mean, I don't know where I heard it before, but I did. Must have been another Yeah, it podcast. sounds like a movie that I've seen. I mean... Hey, um, it's on Netflix. Sorry, I got very excited. It is. <laughs> Yeah. The OG and the TV mm. show. <sighs> Talking about Netflix, I recently watched the Latin History for Morons special. How was it? It was pretty good, actually. I mean... Did they talk about Brazil? Very briefly. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean... That's yeah, what but, I you know, thought. But just because, I mean... Brazil's a whole... I, mean, I think they're focused more on, like... North America and like the American Latina experience, which I mean, we're not really, uh, we just now became part of it, you know what I mean? So it's a lot different. So I don't think Brazilians were the target audience, but there was one slice, small little slice of it, that he um, was like, okay, so we are the Latinos, we have the sexiest dances. And I was like, alright, here we go. So he started doing all the dances and then he tried samba. And I, have, I just have to say, that was the worst film I've ever seen. Like, I could do better, and I don't know how to do it, but I could do better. So, I'm just just getting it out there. That was kind of ridiculous, and I kind of laughed. I kind of like, ha, cackled at it, because that was comical. But at least he tried, right? My only comment is disappointed, but not surprised. Disappointed, but not surprised. Again. But, I mean, I don't know what I expected, really. So, it's fine. It's fine. Oh my god, so there's a YouTuber, I'm not going to say her name, she's super famous, she's a famous Latina YouTuber mm. who makes videos in English. She made a, like, a video, I think it's called, like, Are Brazilians Latinos? And she's from, like, Venezuela or something. Hmm. And, yeah, that's all yeah, that. And she has all the this. authority to say that, right? No, she had, like, some Brazilian guy oh, okay. in it, um... Uh, and she had art? a Brazilian dude, like, talking about Brazil. And then she had, a like, a Brazilian friend of hers try to teach her how to speak Portuguese. Mm, I which I really enjoyed that part because mm. a lot of words in Spanish and Portuguese are, like, spelled the same mm. way. But they're completely, like, different words. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very interesting. Like, I found out uh, this week that, you know the word chinelo? Yeah. Chinelo in Portuguese means flip-flops. Mm-hmm. Now, there's chinelos. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but it's a type of, like, traditional Mexico, Mexican dance or something mm, really? like that. And I had no idea. I was like, oh, hmm. the more you know. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's... It's really interesting. I really want to learn how to speak Spanish. But I feel like my Portuguese gets in the way. You know what I mean? Because of stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I wasn't so self-conscious about my accent, mm. I will, I will, 
not able. <laughs> I would uh, speak way better, mm-hmm. but I don't like my accent. And to be quite frank, I haven't had the need to speak Spanish yet. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when I actually need to do it, I will do it because that's how I used to be with English. When mm-hmm. I lived in Brazil, I knew a ton of shit in English and like I could read and write, but I never needed to speak English. Mm-hmm. And then I moved here and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. so we'll see. I really want to learn French, conversational French and conversational mm-hmm. German within the next six years. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be like an expert. I just want to be able to, like, hold a simple conversation, and, like, if I go Mm. to Germany and I need to locate something, I want to be able to do that, even though people in Europe are hella educated and they (laughs) all speak English. Yeah. But, you know. Still, yeah, it's always useful. Yeah, no, my friend, German is, like, pretty much her first language, Mm. because she is from Switzerland, but Mm. she does not like speaking German. So, she only speaks English to her whole family. Wow. She only speaks German to, like, her grandma or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, please teach me German. And she's (laughs) like, oh, I hate it. She Mm -hmm. hates the sound of German. It's interesting. It's super funny because, like, she is from Switzerland. And one of her grandparents is from Venezuela. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's funny. That's a mix. Yeah, but, like, you would never know, because she's white as fuck. Like, Mm -hmm. she's whiter than Casper. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. What time is it? We gotta, we gotta ramble a little bit more, because we'll be gone for a while. Yeah. I guess gonna miss us. I mean. Are you? I am gonna miss this whole podcast. It's not thing. like you don't talk to me every day. Oh no, of course not. No, it's not like we don't have. Our... You're not gonna miss me. Yeah. You're gonna miss the podcast. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I mean, we have our own private podcast going with the audio messages. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, that was the whole other thing, and it's all confidential. You guys are never gonna know. And even if we leak them, they're in Portuguese. You guys are never gonna understand. Unless yeah. you become friends or you start dating someone who speaks Portuguese, then Carol and I are screwed. Oof. Yes. But, yeah. Have you guys done your Christmas shopping yet? Uh, what Christmas shopping? With the $4 I have in my bank account right now? No. Yepers. Yeah, yep. I mean, we do Christmas. But it's not like we do, like, a huge Christmas, everybody gets a gift, you get a gift, you know what I mean? We don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, smaller, you know, usually chocolate. We gift each other chocolate Mm -hmm. Christmas. That's it. I don't know why, really. I mean, just, you know, never... We used to do, before my sisters had kids, so, Mm. um, before 2016... We used to do everybody buys each person a gift. And then Mm -hmm. we started doing Secret Santa. And this year, I'm not sure what we're doing, if we're doing anything. Mm -hmm. Because I brought it up and people were just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're doing Secret Santa at work. Mm. So, that's That's going to be interesting. Yeah. 
Now, my grandma and my uncle and my cousin are coming up here Christmas, so we're mm-hmm. kind of excited. But it's always, I mean, when people come here uh, on Christmas time, it's always a lot of pressure because everybody sends gifts to us, so we have to, like, gift, send gifts back, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, uh, like you think about you know what you're gonna get for people, and it's always gonna be good. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not on the Christmas mindset yet, because of two reasons. Okay, first, I'm about to be entering finals week, and I am stressed out. And mm-hmm. uh, two, just now it's starting to get a little colder here in Florida. So I'm sorry. Like until yesterday. It was like fucking 76 degrees. I'm not gonna be pretending it's Christmas yet. It's not, you know? <laughs> Just now, it's getting a little colder. So, right now, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But, like, come, no, I just can't, you know? No. Get some styrofoam and cut it up. And then you throw <laughs> it up. And you're throw like, ooh, snow. Yeah. No, man. No. But, yeah. I cannot stand the heat anymore. I couldn't stand it. I'm enjoying the cold. I am enjoying the cold. Because not... I mean... Steph cannot sympathize with me, but... Yeah, I cannot. <laughs> it it was like... So this past Thanksgiving was the coldest mm. Thanksgiving in Boston since like 1904 or something wow. crazy like that. Yeah. So it was like super cold. But now it's like, wait, let me translate the degrees because I, like, in my car, I have the <laughs> degrees in Celsius. <laughs> I have the degrees in Celsius. Listen, I cannot. <laughs> Fahrenheit does not make any it sense. It doesn't to me. make any sense. So t- today it was 42 degrees, which is cold, but not mm-hmm. unbearable for me. It's, it's okay, you know? Like, it's a cold Fahrenheit that I can. Or? Of course, yeah, Fahrenheit, Yeah, so yeah. it was 42 degrees today, which is, like, a cold, but, like, if I have a sweater on, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I don't have to have, like, buffer jacket on. Yeah. So if it would stay like this until February, oh, no. I would appreciate it, but I know the snowstorms are coming, so. Today I used my puffer jacket, but just because I wanted to. I was like, I took the shit out of the box, I am gonna wear it. You know, but I don't know how I'm cold gonna it wear was. it, even if I sweat on it. If I sweat on it, wash it. No big deal. Buy another one. It's like from Charming Charlie. <laughs> fucking twenty bucks. <laughs> so, I've never been to Charming Charlie's. Yeah, today was forty-seven. It's forty-seven. Right yeah, now. so it was around the same. Yeah. Well, right now, right now it's colder, but that was the temperature. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, right now it's uh, thirty-seven. Mm. So it's a, a little cold. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad, though. So, any thoughts for this next season? Or, you know... I think it's going to be great. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. I think uh, we're going to... I'm really looking forward to our mm-hmm. um, end-of-the-year episode. Because yeah, there's a lot of interesting cases that mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. No, it's going to um, be great. And I'm looking forward to the next season. I think yeah. it's going to be amazing. Yeah. We're, um, we have some great ideas that we're going to put in place. And we're going to probably um, cover some bigger cases. You know? Yeah. Uh, 
a car coming by. <laughs> There's a car circling my house. Yeah, I mean, we uh, look forward to more listener participation. We look forward to more listeners, maybe. Well, um, I really want to try to get more listeners in Latin America, you know, because we have tons of listeners outside, and that's great. But, you know, just more in Latin America, I think. Yeah, um, I was going to say something that I forgot. Let's not be important then. You said that to me once. It and was I cut important. It, out of the it was important. <laughs> No, it wasn't. No, it must have not. No, it was probably not that important. But I forgot. We have our very last shout outs for this season. Yay! Yay! So, I want to start by shouting out everyone at our network, Color Commentary. Shout out to you, all of you guys. Olivia, Deborah, Kira, Hita, Pilar, Matt, and Christina. Hey! Hello! 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 What was that? Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope, we really hope that you enjoyed uh, this episode and all the other twenty-four episodes that we did. And yeah, am I finishing no, the episode? Are we done? More than twenty-four. Huh? We've done more than twenty-four because we now there's a motorcycle yeah. outside of my house. <laughs> No, it was <laughs> went all the way there. Listen, why did I mock your hood? Now there's one at my hood. Oh my god, I hate life. No, no. We've done twenty six episodes. Yeah, because there were two um, special episodes. And plus the one episode that we recorded that was just shit, and then we just had to re-record it. So that's. 26 and a half. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the episode where I was flying high as a kite. And I had a sorry migraine and I couldn't remember anything. I I remember recording that mm-hmm. episode, but I do not remember the details. No. Someday, you guys, when we hit like episode 100, oh my God. that will be a special episode. No, you guys have to pay for, for us to release that because it's so bad. Patreon. Yeah. Just kidding, guys. No, not yet. We're not I'm there. Yeah, Patreon. I don't want to do... You know why I don't want to do Patreon? Because I know that the only person what? that will contribute to it will be, like, my mom and your mom. And so it will be, like, $2 pledge. True. And then, like, we'll look at it and we just not seem legit. So i just rather say, you know, on air that we have 2,000 followers and people that listen to us. And nobody will check. Instead of just having Patreon, an actual number of people. You know what I mean? Because we can lie about it. So. I, I, I'm going to tell you guys, we've had a total of 50 million plays on iTunes. Mm-hmm. So there's that. There's that, yes. We have so Maybe many, so people. many ad people contacting us to put their ads on our show. Yeah. And we just say no. And we, yeah, we don't mm-hmm. want to put you guys through the burden of listening to a hair dye commercial in <laughs> A murder podcast. And okay? flash forward to the next so, episode we're doing hair dye commercial. You guys, I'm gonna bite my tongue so oh, hard we if we ever do a fucking hair dye episode. You you guys are allowed to make fun of us if that ever happens. Let's hope it happens. Yeah. Let's hope it happens, okay? I'm cro- I'm like crossing my fingers. Let's hope it all happens. I let me tell you companies out there, let me tell you guys what I would like to get paid to advertise. <laughs> I don't mind Audible. That is fine. 
Don't say the names. Cause... Don't say the names because they're oh, not shit. advertising with us. I don't mind audiobooks because mm-hmm. that is fine. I don't care for meal kits because I don't fucking like cooking. Me neither. Now, if there's a, a ready-made food, mm-hmm. especially with yeah, a like hot Yeah, like a frozen thing that you just put in the microwave. Can... It's my, my thing. I love it. No, 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 I don't like microwave food either. Okay, but you... I want a chef to deliver the food to me every night. Yeah. And he needs to be attractive. No, I want a box that comes with a chef inside. Then the chef just springs out, you know, like a flower out of the box and cooks for me. Is that too much to ask? Right? It is not too much mm-hmm. to ask, but... If not, no. I, I want that to happen. Yeah. You know what I, really I want? want I want a box. You open it, and there's a descendant from Jesus pops up and starts popping fish and wine for me. <laughs> That's exactly what I want. <laughs> now I'm gonna look up who are the descent. I'm gonna find right. I will find them for you. Mm-hmm. Please find are them. Are the descendants? I have, some, I, have, I have a lot of questions. Of Jesus and Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Typing it in. <laughs> One of the, I'm gonna take a picture of this because you guys are gonna think I'm lying. <laughs> Just in case I need this for proof later. Oh. So I typed, "Who are the descendants of Jesus and Mary?" And I was gonna type Magdalene. The second thing, the suggestion is from who's dated who. <laughs> And then it says, Descendants of Jesus and Mary. But you know what Who's Dated Who is? Mm. It's a website where it tells you, like, this celebrity has dated this celebrity, blah, blah, blah. Why would Jesus be on Who's Dated Who? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? (laughs) How many people that Jesus only... (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, what? Oh, my God. Okay, Jesus' bloodline is a hypothetical sequence of lineal descendants of the historical Jesus, mm. not the hot Jesus, <laughs> often by Mary Magdalene, usually portrayed as his wife. Mm. See, there are books, Carol, about this. From 1886 to 1993. So, jokes on you. I was right. Thank you very much. No, jokes on me, my ass. I still don't know who they until are. Until we know, until we have proof. Okay, it's all fanfics. Go, go read the books. There's tons of 18, them. 18, there's... The 1800s were like yesterday. That's not much. There's one from 1993. Yeah, but they're still like really, really early. Dan Brown wrote the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, but the Da Vinci Code was and not he real. Used... <laughs> yeah, but he used this premise for his Da Vinci Code. Oh, the documentary The Lost Thumb of Jesus proposed that the evidence exists. That evidence mm-hmm. existed to show that Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene. So, oh, and their son was named Son. What? Her, their son Sorry. was named Judah, based Judah. on inscriptions mm-hmm. found on ossuaries discovered in Jerusalem in 1980. Mm-hmm. Biblical scholar and author James Tabor has affirmed his belief in marriage. Okay, so let me look for the last one. I'm like, so why do I care? about the jesus blood <laughs> why do we care we're just looking for free wine and fish yes, yes. this is a reality if, if, i'm gonna put it out there if any of you guys listeners have that kind of mystical powers of multiplying any kind of alcoholic beverage or meat please contact us and we want you to be on the show you know you can come over we're gonna do yes. a hangout you're gonna Definitely. be our special guest yes 
Oh, it's on um, it's on YouTube for free. Hmm. The La- the Lost Tomb of Jesus, the biblical documentary. Interesting. By the way, guys, we have a listener from Wales. Hello, mm-hmm. listener from Wales. Are you David from Busted? Not Busted. Son of Door. Busted was the other band with James Bourne. Is his last name Bourne? Whatever. Are you him? Probably. Let me know. Um, was his name David? Wait, let me. No, it, Wales from Wales. Son of. Okay, so why did I think that your name, the cute guy's name from Son of Dork, was David? Mm-hmm. Is his name David? Danny Hall, James Bourne. Who Fuck. are you talking about? Why can't it was? Yeah, David Williams. Yes, I was right. Carol, get what your British bands, okay? You think I anyway, care about what, the British? My, Just kidding. <laughs> my point is, this listener is from Lanfair. This is how you spell wherever this person is from. Oh yeah, from. the the L L A N F A I R P W double L. G G W Y N G Y L L. Like, what the heck is this? Oh, yeah. Let's talk a little bit Exactly. So, can you please uh, send us a message? Piggly Wiggly. No. You can send us oh a DM God. on Insta. We're, we will not expose your face. So I really just want to know how to pronounce this. I'm very curious. Okay, so I'm gonna get. Um, oh my god, I googled it, and it is the first thing that pops up is Alice Obscura, the Welsh village that gave itself a ridiculous name in a publicity stunt <laughs> a century ahead of its time. <laughs> I love this people. You're my favorite Can listener, I live with already. You guys. Oh no, this is this is the one that ends with a go go, go go go. You know what I mean? No, but there's a Wikipedia page for it. No, but this is Welsh. For yeah, the I'm one. Talk- my mistake. That was wrong. Yeah, yeah no, that but was the wrong. one Let that... Me, there's another others. Oh, no. no, no, no. It's the Gogo one, too. Yeah, there's a length- lengthened version of it. We go, go, go. Yeah, go, go. I've heard that. Okay, so this is... It's shortened to land There's fair. There's a person here saying it. That. Yes. What? First of all, don't they speak English in Wales? What was that language? I think it's... I don't know. Wait, I, I, I'm going to Google. Do they speak... Oh What's, my god. Oh, okay. The official language is Welsh mm-hmm. and English. So that is why that explains things. Yeah. Okay. So if anyone wants to teach me Welsh so I can. Oh man, we need to finish this up. My battery's gonna die. Okay, okay, so. So, you guys. Yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed listening and that you guys forgive us for um, taking this brief break but we're gonna be back as soon as you know it right as soon as you know it does that make sense? yes no we will. As, before you know it as soon as you know it 
As soon as Before possible. You know it. As soon as you know it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. So, so, yeah. Thank you so much for you know, listening hopefully to Hopefully we will see you soon. Mm-hmm. Have a great Christmas, a great yes. New Year's. Get Merry hammered. Christmas. Get blackout drunk and uh, drink lots of tequila. Mm-hmm. Thinking of All the holidays. Happy holidays. So, yeah. Yep. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you for listening to another episode of Suspiria, a true crime podcast. If you are a creep and enjoy listening to all this horrible information, please write us a five-star review on iTunes. And also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram as Suspiria Podcast. Facebook is also Suspiria Podcast. If you want to follow Carol, you can follow her at Suspiria Carol. And you can follow me at eu.steph. Note, none of us post anything interesting. We do, actually. Also, if you want to support the podcast, please consider answering our listener survey. It will help us out immensely, and we will be eternally grateful. If you have any case suggestions, feel free to drop them over at SusperiaPodcast at gmail.com. Or, if you want to be part of this podcast, you can also email us. We promise we won't bite. Ciao! Ciao.